Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Senor. A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today, starting off a brand new week, we are under the tutelage of our general manager, Alvin Bragg. Who that? That's the DA in Manhattan who's allegedly about to uh, charge Trump with crimes. Right? He's one of those woke prosecutors that got elected on the idea of not prosecuting crimes. One of George Soros' men, that's right, vowed to get Trump. Now he's going to try to get Trump. I was just learning about that today. He had a list of crimes they weren't going to prosecute on day one when he took over, and there was such a revolt, even in blue, blue New York, that he had to back off a whole bunch of them. Violent like, crimes that he didn't believe were prosecutable. I mean, I don't, know, right. I don't know if that has anything to do with the Trump part of this story. Gives you an idea. He's a whack job. Well, hey, I hate to jump to the end at the beginning, but in my opinion, if you were to say to Mr. Alvin Bragg to indict, to charge a former president for the first time in American history with a, a convoluted strategy of, of charging paperwork errors as a crime or intentional paperwork errors, or call them whatever you want, um, but you're going to break that 200 and some year precedent for this 
that's going to that's going to cause an enormous uh, uh, tear just a fissure in the United States of America it could bring a constitutional crisis a George Soros funded radical would say perfect oh good point they're they're whole, what he's here for their whole thing is sowing chaos to tear down the system that's an excellent point that's an excellent point yeah um well, that that would explain it more. So, a lot of uh, well, two, a couple of things about this. I'm uh, I'm going to assume that you, the listener, are into the news enough who listen to this show that you know that Trump tweeted out on Saturday that he's going to be arrested tomorrow. Oh, this whole Stormy Daniels hush money BS. And the reason I call it BS is because the New York Times called it BS. It's not just like Sean Hannity talk. The New York Times said this would be a real stretch and very complicated and never done before. Anyway, I'm assuming you know about that story. Um, I was shocked. So the cable news went crazy on Saturday. Twitter went crazy on Saturday. I went crazy on Saturday. This is a big deal. This is not a minor deal. This is a big deal. Would you agree? I laid on my couch sweating on Saturday, but go on. You're sick. I've, I've been suffering from the yeah. Chinese bat fever. But would you but yes. agree this is a very big deal? Oh, it's potentially terribly dangerous. Or, and, or, is the most likely thing to get Trump elected, which would be a big deal. That's um, one way to put it. Uh, so, yes, it's a very, very big deal. And then on the Sunday talk shows yesterday, third story, fourth story, barely talked about it. Hmm. And there's no way that wasn't some sort of whoa, 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 whoa. We are going to get Trump reelected. It, it, that's the only way I can figure it. They've been salivating over over stories that were one one hundredth of this. That's for, right. For six years, they've Trump op- is their only ratings. Right. right. Yeah. For six years, they've opened with stories about Michael Avenatti or 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 Adam Schiff with some crazy Russia thing based on unknown sources, acting like it was the end of the Trump. Now they have something that's real. Even Trump hating lawyers and prosecutors saying, oh, he's going to get indicted. I mean, so, so it's, and, and they barely talk about it. What that is the, odd. what yeah. the, the only thing I can think is one, they, they're really worried that uh, Trump saying people should protest is going to turn into a, January 6th style storming the Capitol only in New York where they all live. And two, they caught on to their friends who said, this is going to make him go up in the polls by 15 points, you realize. There's no way, because this is newsworthy. This is legit newsworthy. Right, right. Well, considering that everything is agenda-driven and whether they can uh, you know, push their agenda further... Uh, it could be they just think the case is so weak nah, that they don't want to discuss it. That that can't be it. After all the Adam Schiff, uh, Michael that's Avenatti good point. crap. That case was non-existent. That they crap <laughs> that they ran with as headline yeah. stories for years. That stuff was crap. Yeah, this is real. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. There's some sort of orchestrated something or other. We're, but anyway, I was shocked to see the uh, the Sunday shows downplay it. I think it's 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 going to be huge one way or another. Um, and uh, <laughs> I do think Trump will go up 15 points in the polls if he gets uh, indicted this week, which I think he's going to. Says the New York Times in discussing whether or not this should go forward. This case would rely on combining two charges, falsifying business records to cover up campaign finance violation, 
that New York prosecutors have never before combined in this way. Some legal experts believe that the first criminal charges filed against a former president should not depend on a novel prosecutorial approach. Yeah, by a far-left radical prosecutor. You know, I think I have earned my bona fides for not being a Trump honk. Okay? I'm plenty critical of the guy. He worries me. On the other hand, this is bull crap. A guy in an affair, paying off his alleged mistress, and telling his lawyer, hey, write a check, I'll pay you back, we'll call it legal fees. I mean, okay, you want to throw a fine around or something like that, great. But and, and then, oh, well, you know what? Him covering the affair could conceivably be good for his campaign, even though everybody knows Trump's played around since he was 19 years old. But since that could conceivably be good for his campaign, that's an in-kind political contribution. And if you take that paperwork thing with the lawyer multiplied by the campaign contribution thing, divided by the length of Trump's hair, you get a felony. I mean, it's just, it's it's stupid. One of the arguments that uh, will likely be made if he's actually in court and having to defend himself is he can argue, it wasn't to help my ele- getting elected president, it was to hide it from my wife. I had an 11-year-old kid and my wife would have killed me and left me. Which is a decent argument. You know what? That would be my entire testimony. <laughs> oh my God! Seriously, this is going to be Mr. Trump. Why did you pay off Stormy Daniels? Because if I admitted in public that I'd had sex with her, my wife would have killed me and left me with my little boy. Period. I'm through here. Right, and they can play. Uh, the defense can play. Many, many interviews of Michael Cohen talking about how he just wants to bring down Donald Trump. So you got a convicted felon who said out loud that his only goal in life is to bring down Donald Trump. Right. That you got to convince the jury he's telling the truth about this. Then you bring out the porn star, whatever the jury thinks of porn stars. Then you got Trump, who's had Cohen be his confidant and lawyer and fixer for decades, now is turning on the guy and calling him all sorts of terrible names. And, you know, I would, too, if a guy turned on me like that. But uh, it's just so tawdry. Yeah, I uh, I was tweeting a lot about this over the weekend. I was pretty fired up on this story just because I can't believe it's actually going to happen, but I think it's actually going to happen. The George Will column from mid-last year, and that was about the documents case. That wasn't even about this case. This was about the rating bar a lago finding out they had top-secret documents that they didn't turn in, where people were saying, you have to apply the law the same way to Petraeus and Trump and everybody. Nobody's above the law, all that. And George Will writing... Yes, the old Latin saying, let justice be done, though the heaven f- heavens fall. How about we don't? <laughs> With even George Will, who couldn't hate Trump more, saying yeah. it is not worth putting the country through this just for the, the, the treat him the same way as everybody else. That was about a easily more significant thing than this stupid case. Yeah. Yeah. So depends on how you look at it. I know there's a lot of a lot of you that are sticking really closely to the whole. Everybody should be treated the same, and I get that. I absolutely get that. But well, uh, there are there are serious legal authorities who say if your name was John Smith, you'd never be charged with this as a felony. Right. They wouldn't oh. bother. 
Right. Now, that leads me to uh, we should start the show officially, or we'll be in violation of something. Our paperwork won't be in order, and we'll be uh, oh, indicted. No. Oh, we'll no. be perp-walked and everything like that, and we'll ask our listeners to protest. And do we mean riot? We might. You don't know. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Monday, March 20th, year 2023. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin walking up to the biggest, toughest guy in the prison yard and punching him right in the face, which <laughs> oh, would probably get you killed. <laughs> Officially, according to FCC rules and regulations, here we go at Mark. If his name were John Smith, Mellon Bragg would not be bringing this case. And so I think that's a real political problem. That is... I apologize. I knew I'd heard that somewhere. I forgot it was in our opening clip. I suck. Boo. Everybody at home or in your cars, boo me, Joe Getty. That was terrible. That was terrible show business. But that is Jonah Goldberg on CNN yesterday. Nobody hates Trump more than Jonah Goldberg. Jonah Goldberg. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. And saying, right. if his name wasn't Trump, you wouldn't bring this case. The New York Times says it's weak. I was watching MSNBC this morning and, and listening to all the various people saying, nobody's above the law. You have to. Are you just going to ignore your own favorite newspaper who says this would really be a stretch? Come on now. So you got the New York Times that at the very least is offering a sound argument against it. They're offering arguments in favor of it. But they're they're very weak. They have to do with the whole Stormy Daniels payoff was a campaign contribution thing, which I still find thin, thin, the thinnest of gruel. Uh, but so you got the New York Times, Jonah Goldberg and George Will saying this is horse crap. Come on. So um, I was wondering, does does it benefit Trump politically to make them arrest him and like show up and put him in cuffs and walk him off? Or is he going to, but I guess because he's got Secret Service detail, that has to all get worked out there. So the. That's exactly what's happening. NYPD is coordinating with the Secret Service to get him there and everything like that. Um, Well, I I will once again endear myself to uh, certain, uh, you know, sections of the audience and anger certain other sections. Uh, The the result of this is, is exactly what Trump wants the most. And that's that he will fundraise many millions of dollars. Oh, my God. He will raise a lot of money. And I think his poll numbers will go up. And he could run. uh, He will absolutely run as an indicted person. Because the trial is going to be way in the future. I mean, we'll we'll be way into uh, nominating process by the time this trial ever happens, according to everybody I'm reading. uh, Because the wheels of justice move so slow. So who knows? Mm -hmm. And then he could run from jail (laughs) if he got convicted, which most people don't think he would. Well, Biden ran from his basement. It's only subtly different. Wow, we got so much to talk about. Putin's and China meeting with Xi, which is horrible. Two of the worst people on earth. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's good. Good. Got to get it sorted out, though. It's a task. Oh, sort it. Uh, Lots of stuff to talk about today. And our text line is always 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Also need to talk about last night's 60 Minutes. What a great piece of journalism on the situation with the U.S. Navy versus the China Navy. We got to talk about that, man. What a huge, talk about a huge story for the next hundred years. Holy cow. Yeah, it was a fine primer. I thought it was uh, quite good. Enjoy that myself. I'm going to watch it again tonight with my son. Plus, uh, news on the brand new COVID test that's out. It only costs 25 cents, which is really great for uh, hardworking Americans, especially. That the COVID test is you take a quarter and you flip it. And if it comes up heads, you say you have COVID. If it's tails, you say you don't. And that's every bit as good as those home tests. And you, re- and you react the same way, whether you have it or not. Right. Oh, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. We don't have a lot of time, Michael. Plunging forward. Continuing our series from George Orwell. I need to get a portrait of Orwell. I have a portrait of H.L. Mencken in my man cave. Did really? You know that? I did not. I do. Uh, let's see. Let's move along. Uh, oh, there it is. The very concept of objective truth is fading out of the world. Lies will pass into history. That's a little disturbing. Jeez, man, he wrote that, what, 80 years ago, 100 years ago? That's why he's my hero. I've got uh, tomorrow's freedom-loving quote of the day. We'll energize our fellow Americans to spend the rest of their lives fighting for this great country. All right. But that's tomorrow. Wow. Holy cow. On tomorrow's show. Today's show. Mailbag. Woo! Chris in Visalia, California. Chris, I'm going to rewrite your joke. It's a decent premise, but the wording needs work. Buffalo Wild Wings claims their hamburgers don't contain ham and their buffalo wings don't contain 0% buffalo. You know anything about their hot dogs? Ooh. Oh. Woof. Moving along. Might be full of the most popular dog in America. DH in San Diego. Oh, my. (laughs) You think that's why it's so popular? The French Bulls. Delicious. That's troubling. 
Uh, DH in San Diego writes, <coughs> I'm sorry, you're going to hear a lot of coughing and sniffling out of me today. I feel much better after my bout with probably COVID, but I'm in that stage where I, I sound pretty bad. Well, you shouldn't eat in a room temperature raccoon dog. I, that's my treat at the end of a long work week. While conservatives complain about the weaponized justice system going after Trump for minor offenses, Biden benefits from being the equivalent of too big to fail. The D.C. establishment has too much to lose and will drag its feet until the old man is out of office, then deem him unfit for trial uh, or taken by father time. The lack of prosecution for the payments from the Chinese energy company will give the media wiggle room to uh, sell its conspiracy theories. Just as many still stand by the Russian accusations. Russian Boy, accusations. I have some good writing on that from Mark, Mark Halpern about how many you know barrels of ink have been spilled over various Trump things and how little over just as interesting and promising charges against the Biden family. Mark Halpern is doing some great yeah. commentary these yeah. days. Yeah. Bill in Central Mexico writes, uh, you mentioned on your program about Mexico having four times the murder rate of the U.S. The gangs and cartels here mostly go after the competition much more than they do the honest average citizen. I think the average law-abiding citizen here who are not involved in criminal activities are safer than being in the U.S. There are way fewer crazies running around in the streets here, and I'm from Portland. I'll bet they don't put up with a lot of crazies running around in the streets, the drug cartels. Ain't going to have it. Uh, we've got so much to talk about today. If you miss an hour, grab the podcast. It's Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't think people should protest this, no. And I, I, I think President Trump, if you talk to him, he doesn't believe that either. I mean, I think, I think the thing that you may misinterpret when, the, when President Trump talks, when someone says that they can protest, he would probably be referring to my tweet, educate people about what's going on. He's not talking in a harmful way, and nobody should. Nobody should harm one another in this, and this is why... Not exactly sure what he's trying to say there. That's the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, Donald wow. Trump tweeting out over the weekend that he's going to be arrested tomorrow, which doesn't look like it's going to happen, but it'll it'll be this week, um, according to people who can predict these sorts of things, apparently. Uh, but when Trump said, you know, protest, um, uh, Kevin McCarthy is trying to make, no, he's not saying storm the Capitol. I guess that's what McCarthy's trying to say. Is that what he's trying to say? Uh, yeah, I mean, and it's uh, the bottom line. Yeah, that's what he's trying to say. Okay. Although what he actually said was he didn't mean protest. He meant educate with a tweet. <laughs> All right. Here's a little more of Kevin McCarthy, which he's definitely right about this. You should really make law equal, because if that was the case, nothing would happen here. Lawyer after lawyer after lawyer will tell you this is the weakest case out there. You see the Supreme Court. You see the statue out there of the lady sitting there with a blindfold on and a scale. It's supposed to be equal to all in America. And the last thing we want or have is somebody putting their thumb on the scale simply because they don't agree with somebody else's political view. That is what's wrong, and that's what infuriates people. And this will not hold up in court. Well, that's not underwrought. 
when you start talking about the uh, the lady with the blindfold and the scale. But um, even when he's right, he makes my skin crawl. But Byron York, writing in the Washington Examiner yesterday, said, "I listened to about an hour of MSNBC." All on possible Trump indictment. Lots of talk about rule of law, logistics. Will Trump incite another January 6th riot? Virtually ignored the actual charges that might be filed against him. Yeah. Well, you don't want to talk about that because it kind of takes the fun out of it. Because you get to that paragraph that we are quoting and lots of people are quoting from the New York Times article from a week or so ago where it says this would be a stretch. This would really be a stretch to try to pull this off. Well, and they repeated that more or less this morning, too, in their coverage. This is a novel concept that has never been tried, combining these two minor offenses and, and saying they equal a felony. Uh, and we've got a bunch of different angles on this throughout the day, but I wanted to hit you with this from Mark Halperin's newsletter over the weekend. I thought this was really good. No matter what you think of Donald Trump as a person, as a political force, or as someone who has done what he's done, you should take no glee in, no understate the significance of, the leading presidential candidate of one party and a former elected president being dighted by a prosecutor of the other party. The symbolism and precedent are horrible. If you want to publicly champion this indictment, do it with a tone of reverence, regret, and an appreciation for how Trump supporters and other worried Americans feel about it. He is absolutely right about that. This is not good. Even if you hate Trump, this is not good for the country. Well, a couple of things. Number one, if you were to approach it in the way he suggests, you would never go ahead and charge because, again, it's so weak and such a a stretch to suggest that this is a felony and should be charged. And secondly, I just think it goes to show the depth of the, how would you describe it, cynicism, lack of patriotism of uh, many media outlets and a number of politicians that they're willing to do this much damage to the republic to whip up viewership and clicks for a month. The soullessness of society at this point has got me slightly discouraged. I, I, I decided over the weekend, because I was getting really bummed out by the state of the world, uh, plus, you know, the Chinese bat fever that I was suffering from. Um, Turns out it's a raccoon dog fever. Yeah, but it was delicious. I mean, it was delicious, and I love it rare. Anyway, <laughs> um, I was I was getting really discouraged by it, but then I got, maybe it was that the, the COVID started to get better, but I started to think, all right, you got to be the happy warrior. You've got to be the resistance to this garbage. I mean, wh- what else are you going to do? Go along with it and watch these people flush the country down the toilet? No, I won't be party to that. You, <laughs> I should talk about this later. I t- I'm taking this uh, a pill for the thyroid right now for, uh, for, for not, not the best reasons. I mean, it's prescribed to me by a doctor, but not my doctor. So anyway, but uh, it's got wow. me all jazzed up, and I'm just yeah. like, this is awesome. I can't sleep. I'm so jazzed up. But like yesterday, I was like reading four different books and practicing the piano and the guitar and writing songs and dealing with the kids and, and watching the news and, and exercising. <laughs> Designed a skyscraper, wrote a symphony. Right. <laughs> because my thyroid is too much now. Uh, wow, I'll give you 10 bucks for one of them pills. I know. I've had people that were like go-go people, and then they find out their thyroid is out of whack, and then they get a pill to make it normal, and then they're like, oh, I don't want to be like this. This is the way regular people are. Oh, yeah. They're it like, sucks. We're sluggish as can be. <laughs> That's what I was thinking yesterday. If this is what it's like to have your thyroid out of whack the other direction, this is awesome. Can't sleep, but I don't even feel like I need sleep. I'll just stay up all night long. I know what I'll do. Frowl. I'll build a boat. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, 
Um, the other paragraph from Mark Halpern that I thought was really good, unless D.A. Bragg has some new evidence or legal theory up his sleeve different from all indications, this case is in the view of many legal experts and smart citizens, not the one you would want to have to be the first criminal indictment brought against a former president. Ruth Marcus of the Washington Post and the Wall Street Journal writers both agree on that point, which tells you what you need to know. This is another strong reason not to act all excited about any indictment. I, I agree with that, that this one, really, the paying off the porn star, that's the one you're going to... Because I think if it were the election interference in Georgia, regardless of how strong you think that case is, at least that's a serious thing. I mean, that's, sure. that's, that's a big deal. A president, if he did it, a president trying to, you know, mess with the, 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 the election system and get in the way of that. And that's a, that's a big deal. Paying off the porn star? Really? That's what we're going to break this 200-year precedent? Ah, come on now. Well, you could argue that that was a campaign contribution. Oh, Lord. And I, I hasten to point out once again, as I did earlier this hour, and nobody else is saying this. Everybody from Ruth Marcus to uh, George Will and all points in between are pointing out that this is a terrible thing for the, the republic and could cause irreparable harm. Alvin Bragg... Far left, George Soros-funded district attorney's answer to that would be, that's what I'm trying to do. And the right has rightly been called upon to disavow the extreme right. You know, the Klansmen and the neo-Nazis and the racists. You know, who's right and who's left is almost meaningless these days, but you get my point. You've got to call out the maniacs who are quote-unquote on your side. As a good American. Hey, lefties, you've got to call out these uh, let everybody loose from the prison radical Marxist DAs that are tearing down our cities. And Alvin Bragg, hey, he's the, the, the DA of Manhattan, so he's thinking his aim is high. He's a big wheel, right? So he's thinking, screw bringing down New York. I'm going to bring down America. You've got to call those people on that. Um, the other big story today, I said it backwards a little bit ago for some reason. Uh, she is visiting Moscow, and uh, but Putin and she are getting together, and it's just that that should that should send a chill down the spine of the whole free world, really. Um, that that's going on. The murders and rapes being committed by Putin, being supported by the second biggest economy in the world, China, is just awful. And if you didn't see it over the weekend, Putin visited. Mariupol, um, which was seen as a, oh, yeah, the international court says I'm under arrest. Well, here I am right here in what you call Ukraine, but I call part of Russia. And uh, what are you going to do about it? And he Right t- where I put a missile into a theater that was housing women and children. And then he went and toured a school that was still standing, one of the few. I mean, that's just as grotesque grotesque and cynical as anything could yeah. be you visited this school and acted like you're helping the people when you flattened hospitals and schools all around the country you've murdered thousands and thousands and thousands of innocents he's just as awful a human being as anybody can get and and she's going to support him which yeah. is just terrible well, it's one of those obscene dictator relationships of convenience it'll be temporary but for now, yeah, it's ugly. It's ugly and cynical. We had on the show Friday, I think this was after you retired from uh, the bat flu on uh, Friday, when the breaking news came down that this international court had indicted Putin on the crimes of uh, deporting children. 
And um, that was seen as kind of a big deal. But it is worth pointing out that we don't acknowledge that body's rulings, and we shouldn't, because you don't want some international body deciding something we did was a crime and they get to come arrest us or something like that. Right. We've got a weird relationship with that court. We help them now and again, but... Yeah. Uh, but Putin's not going to be arrested, and it's... No. I don't know. I don't know if it has any meaning whatsoever. Very uh, little. Yeah. It's, a, it's a gesture of uh, condemnation. You combine she and Putin getting together with that story on 60 Minutes last night about where their Navy is. Oof, that's troubling. That's some scary stuff. It's amazing to me how far we've gone from China's our friend to China's a frenemy to just flat out, you know, the number one news outlet on planet Earth, I think, 60 Minutes does a long form, been working on this for months, story about how ready are we for the war with China, as if it's just inevitable, which it probably yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they uh, they took a look at uh, the comparison between the navies, their capabilities, the, the numbers of ships, that sort of thing. One thing they didn't really get into, I think they may have touched on it, but I've been doing a fair amount of reading about it, is uh, our shipbuilding capabilities, which lag terribly behind China's. We just haven't been serious about growing our navies as we've been engulfed in sandy, mountainy, frequently stupid wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. Well, that was almost and, the entire second segment. I don't know. Did you see the second segment? You know, it cut off. Okay, good. I'm glad. My recording cut off somehow. Yeah, our shipbuilding, uh, whether it's Navy ships or just ships in general, has gone from a lot to nothing. I'm glad they covered that. Okay, since cool. the Cold War ended, and China is just absolutely dominating the world in terms of shipbuilding. There, the Navy in China increased tenfold in the last decade. They went from thirty some ships in the Navy to three hundred some ships in a decade, with us helping fund their economy by giving yes. them all these breaks on. Yeah, that's it's amazing, and providing them a great deal of the technology. Some willingly, some unwittingly. Yeah. We got a lot to talk about today. Son of a Charles Barkley, NBA player, used to shower in his uniform to clean it. Why? That's a funnier in hell oh. story. If you haven't heard that, uh, NCAA over the weekend, some highlights from ah, just so much to talk about. It's a brand new week. You don't know what's going to happen this week. This might be the best week of your life, or the week it all comes it's apart. Possible. Ugh. So uh, stay tuned for all that stuff and others. And the text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Here's a name to, to, uh, to type into your YouTube if you're a basketball fan today. Caitlin Clark, freshman at Iowa. Freaking unbelievable. Getting everybody's attention. Watch her highlight reel sometime. The passes, the three-point shots from Steph Curry distance. Unbelievable. Baller. Yeah, she is something else. Is she a uh, biological female? Just checking, because you have to these days. Very much looks like a girl. Okay. And white girl. All right. Well, there you go. 
Are we even allowed to talk about this? I was watching so much basketball. I mean, if you're going to have the Chinese bat fever, you might as well have it on the opening week of the NCAA tournament. I watched oh, yeah. so much basketball and so much golf. Cool. But I watched uh, Princeton pull off another upset with four white dudes on the floor. That's they probably wrong. each have a Ph.D. in physics, so they know how to direct the shot more oh, effectively. Whatever. Being Princetonians. <laughs> but, uh, right, exactly. Anyway, I thought that was notable. It was just so surprising. I mean, come on. I'm a human being. I notice patterns. I notice uh, departures from patterns. That was a pattern. You know, Jack, it's one of the great uh, disappointments of my life of not made it to frozen dead guy days in Nederland, Colorado. It's been a big deal in those parts for more than 20 years. Again, the name of the festival is Frozen Dead Guy Days. What? And it draws tens of thousands of revelers from around the world. Frozen Dead Guy Days? Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Uh, the saga began in 1994 when Nedheads, as locals called themselves, discovered that a, a local Norwegian town resident who'd actually been deported had been paying locals to keep his deceased grandfather on dry ice behind the family home. He'd frozen his grandfather, and 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 but then was deported, so he was sending checks to people saying, hey, keep my granddad on ice, would you? Don't let him Which fall is out. Odd. Town leaders quickly drafted an ordinance against storing bodies, but Grandpa Bredo, that was his name, was quite literally grandfathered in. <laughs> so, uh... Frozen Dead Guy Days got its start as a way to help businesses survive the dead months between ski season and summer. The played-out mining town, Baba, didn't have much else going on. The three-day festival always began with a parade of hearses and an evening blue ball where attendees attempted to be crowned Ice Queen and Grandpa. <laughs> oh, this is a fun town. There was a race between teams of costumed pallbearers carrying members in coffins. A frozen t-shirt contest would test participants' ability to unfold and don a rock-solid shirt. Frozen turkey bowling and polar plunge in ice-covered waters capped off the theme. Oh, boy. Uh, in previous years, festival operators have offered tours of the shed on private property, though they keep the box housing the frozen man closed. That's kind so of why, disappointing. Why did he freeze his grandfather? Is one of those someday they'll have a cure for this and bring him back to life things? Or They don't really address that. I can't afford to bury him right now. I will, but I don't want him turning all funky before I get him buried. Or... Yeah, if anybody explained that, I missed it. I, I haven't found it in this article. But So uh, uh, part of the reason this article is published in the Wall Street Journal is that the festival got so big, uh, Naderland, Colorado couldn't hosted anymore they didn't have the logistics mm. and so the neighboring town bought frozen dead guy days for a quarter of a million dollars and so now they're running it and you there's angst buy, and sadness you can buy a town. festival uh, they bought the rights to the name and mm. and various uh, you know it's assets traditions uh, one important asset did not come with the sale the corpse of grandpa grandpa brito uh, but the mayor, the head guy at the, the new town, hopes to change that. They're hoping to get hold of the corpse <laughs> and move it to their town. Good Lord, this is so American. Let's see. Uh, much of the event will be oriented around the Stanley Hotel in Estes, Colorado, the new place, I think which is a 114-year-old holiday retreat made famous as the inspiration for author Stephen King's horror novel, The Shining. So there you go, a little pop culture tie-in.
Uh, hour two, we'll get into a little bit the 60 Minutes piece on is our Navy ready to take on China's Navy, which is a damned important story. Also more of is Trump going to be indicted? Is he going to be arrested? Is, how's this whole thing going to go down? Do you know who Rupert Murdoch is? He's a super wealthy guy. He runs the, the, the own Fox and uh, New York Post and Wall Street Journal, which gets left out of this a lot because Wall Street Journal is a respected newspaper. Oh, yeah, highly. Um, Rupert Murdoch celebrates engagement to uh, a woman, and Leslie Smith in, is quoted as saying, I dreaded falling in love, but I knew it would be my last, which is an interesting quote. I wonder wow. if that's, you know, and I thought that was kind of interesting. He's quite old. He looks like he's 150 or whatever, but I'm on the older end, and I felt that myself. The, uh, oh boy, you want to do that again? Fall in love and all the craziness that goes with it and lose your mind. And, uh, do you want to do that again? Even though it's like oh, the boy. greatest thing in the world. But, you know, it's a lot. <laughs> wow. And Rupert, wow. Murdoch's, I... Rupert Murdoch's saying, I was dreading this, but it happened. <laughs> wow. That's funny. <laughs> I, 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 I can't relate. I have nothing to say. <laughs> uh, so many big stories going on. Too many big stories going on, I would say. If you miss an hour of the show, you can grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Maybe we can play a little of Adam Sandler's fabulous speech as he got the Mark Twain Award last night. Oh, terrific. Which is a very big deal. And an unbelievably dramatic story about bums and junkies ruining Phoenix. Oh, if you haven't heard this, it's a great one. Armstrong and Getty. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.